Welcome back to the podcast where Mercury is always in retrograde. My name is Erin, your perpetual host, and I'm here with uh, my eternal guest, Liz Kohler. I cannot get out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck here forever. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. And today's episode um, is featuring a very, very, very special guest. Our own local Animal Crossing expert, uh, besides me, uh, my good friend Emily. Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is so literally, I feel so special and welcome. That was a great intro. Thank you. Welcome. She has a PhD in Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, yes. Excuse you, it's a double PhD, all right? It and is. it's not only Animal Crossing, um, but also. Um, Harvest Moon. I yes. I majored in both Harvest Moon and She's a video game connoisseur. Specifically, <laughs> only ones where you can make friends and plant things, and that's it, and fish. She's a gamer girl, TM. Wait, are you <laughs> talking about the same person? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if that was, like, saving Emily's grace or insulting her. sparing her the title of being white knighted as a gamer girl or (laughs) offending her in some way insulted and defended (laughs) (laughs) um so thank you for joining us for another episode here um and today's episode is super special because we are going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into one specific topic and that is um, if you haven't guessed it, Animal Crossing, uh, which is a game set to come out on March 20th. And we, I, I am joined here by two, uh, as, as we mentioned, local experts on all things Animal Crossing. And we're going to be really getting into the, the nitty gritty. We're going to be talking about all of the uh, exciting news in anticipation. And it's going to be a pre-release party that we're going to be having here. So super excited about that. I would like to make a very quick disclaimer to our following. You know, the last thing I want to do here is lie to any of you. <laughs> but I have committed the unfortunate <laughs> sin of never having played an actual Animal Crossing game. <laughs> Which I just found out about 40 seconds ago. We started the Skype call we and I immediately went, all right, y'all, out. I haven't played Animal Crossing, so how are we going to do this? <laughs> So that's interesting to hear. I was fully confident that we were all going to come in here and be like, guys, this has been my thing since, like, middle school. Like, I love Animal Crossing. And Erin shows up and she's like, yeah, guys, I don't even know what this thing is. (laughs) Well, I, in my defense, I uh, only play video games that, my brother could also play and was interested in playing. So, like, the only games that I uh, was into were ones that were, like, primarily marketed to boys. And not to say that, like, boys can't play Animal Crossing, but, like, boys in the 90s were not particularly interested in playing Animal Crossing that I knew about, uh, at least not my brother. So that was a majority of the reason why I didn't play was just because, like... Uh, I, Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf was for 3DS, mm-hmm. and I 
at the time, like, we had to make a very important decision come Christmas. Like, we get one 3DS game for the two of us. And it was either out of all the selection that Nintendo had come out with, we had... Well, the only two that we were really debating was Pokemon X or Pokemon Y. Do we want the legendary that looks like one letter or the legendary that looks like another letter? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also a huge fan of Pokemon, so you weren't going to make a bad choice there. <laughs> That's true. Um, so in, in the interest of keeping our podcast moving and somehow uh, keeping one of the co-hosts somehow involved in an episode where I know nothing. Um, mm. I will be uh, hosting, I guess, and moderating some of the discussions here. Um, so uh, it, this is now a game show, uh, the game show Retrograde. Welcome to Retrograde! <laughs> God. Oh my god. I'm spiraling. It's really hot for some reason. Um, I'm sweating. Yeah, the weather today was beautiful. Yeah, well, I... It was like a day in June. It, yeah, it was really nice out today, actually. It was lovely. I'm not adjusting to the, to the temperature change, so... Um, yeah, I'm gonna be, uh... Kicking off today's discussion, uh, so y'all grew up with um, with Animal Crossing, I'm assuming. Emily, why mm-hmm. don't you start us off? What what uh, tell us about how the this was formative to you as a person? Um. Oh my gosh, I started off playing like the the actual like OG Animal Crossing uh, when I was a kid. So I've been playing Animal Crossing for literally ever. And it's also how me and Liz kind of formed our friendship. We we really kind of formed our friendship around Animal Crossing. Also, Disney's seen it, but that's another episode. Um, and Twilight. <laughs> Twilight was a huge, Twilight. a huge one as well. Yeah, so you can kind of tell what kind of middle schoolers we were just based off those psychotics that we've given you. Yeah, the trifecta. Psycho, literally psycho. Um, <laughs> so it's it's cool because I I grew up playing this game. I used to play with my cousin all the time too. Mm. But since then, it actually became like a really formative part of you know uh, a couple of my friendships, which is is a crazy thing to think about. But uh, I'm I'm also just obsessed on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and you and Liz um, got matching tattoos, didn't y'all? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We got uh the little leaf, little Animal Crossing yeah. leaf. I got it. I got it on the my wrist. Yeah, and I got it on the back of my right ankle. It's so cute. It's the little outline of the leaf from uh, New Leaf, but it's also from um, not from. It's from Animal Crossing. But when I was playing Mario Kart the other day, because apparently I am a gamer girl. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, like, they have a little Animal Crossing um, section on there where you can play the Animal Crossing ones. And mm-hmm. it has the leaf as a little symbol for it. So the leaf has also just become a like, kind of an iconic symbol of Animal Crossing itself, not just that one particular game, which is cool. Yeah. Also, the furniture in Animal Crossing are the leafs. Yeah, for sure. And so, y'all had said that up. you guys made a pact or something to to get these matching tattoos or something? I. I, I'm only vaguely remembering the Instagram post that I saw. 
Yeah, so we, um, when we were in high school, back in like junior and senior year, we um, started playing the Animal Crossing that was on the Wii, City Folk, and mm-hmm. like we would play together, like she would, Emily would come over my town, I would go over her town, um, or like I would go over her house and play Animal Crossing there, like she would come over here and play Animal Crossing, and like we would like leave school and if we were going to hang out at each other's house, like, we would literally hang out until, like, 10 p.m. playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. Or... So literally your curfew. <laughs> yeah, Dead no, ass. literally. Like, I would I would go over Liz's she would come over to my house directly after school. We would hang out until basically we had to go to bed, do our homework really quick <laughs> in bed, and then just see each other the next morning in school. Like, we would do this all the time. Right, or, like, we would, like, FaceTime and then play the the we mm-hmm. like together in each other's towns right yeah that's that's also one of my favorite parts about animal crossing is getting to play you know on a multiplayer surface level but with, with you know in totally different areas which obviously is not unheard of but getting to like actually walk into each other's towns is something that's different than like you know playing halo with somebody or call of duty with somebody where you're just you know playing together on a team I'm getting to go to Liz's town and see all the stuff that she's done. And if she just upgraded her house recently or if she changed things, I get to talk to her villagers in her town that are different than my town. So that's kind of the cool experience of that. Right. It's like, it's actually a really personal game. Um, Like, especially with the older games, it's like, okay, yeah, what kind of fruit do you have in your town? And then like, Mm. you have the ability to like plant trees um, and New Leaf for the 3DS, you could like, plant bushes. Um, you can pretty much do, like, any kind of landscaping that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your villagers know your character really well, and, like, they'll send letters to your friends, or, like, you can send letters to your friends. So, like, also the whole, like, oh, customize your character um, with whatever clothes you want. You can design your own clothes. In New Leaf, they implemented the, like, QR code um, mm-hmm. clothing designs, which... Which I... they're bringing back for the Switch, which is really exciting, because everybody... I actually didn't get super into that, because I feel like I was so wrapped up in, like, my house and, and just, like, upgrading that. But everybody was so into using QR codes to make your uh, own clothing, so that's exciting to bring it back. Right. Like, I literally had, uh, like, thousands of designs... Not thousands, but, like, hundreds of designs saved when I was on Tumblr um, to like scan into my game because like, I thought they were just like, they were just great because some of, some of the clothes in animal crossing is okay. But most of it is like not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the QR codes really allowed the game to be like more for me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. I used them, um, you know, here and there. I liked creating my own clothes. That was my favorite. I would spend like three hours trying to get like the button centered on my like little button down dress that I was trying to make only to like have it finished and put it on. It just looks like this pixelated piece of shit that, yep. you know, <laughs> just looks terrible. But I would spend so long trying to make like a collar or buttons or anything like that. It was like a lace detail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. And that Tumblr culture of uh, sharing the QR codes and like actually, um, having that ability to like look through 
blogs full of just this content where you can sort through everything and like see everyone's designs was such a big part of like where it would show up on my radar where I would literally like just Mm -hmm. scroll through and I would see like six QR codes and they literally look like like standard QR codes are probably like eight by eight when you're getting like eight pixels by eight pixels when you're just looking for a URL but I guess Animal Crossing ones have to be like a higher level of customization so it's literally like 16 by 16 different little squares and they look so complex and then it's like this complex net and web of pixels (laughs) is going to give you this striped shirt yeah. <laughs> right. Well, also you had to scan it on the DS's camera and the quality of that camera was absolute <laughs> asshole. So like the, of course the QR code had to be literally 64 by 64 pixels because it like, <laughs> could not possibly scan something small. That thing was the shakiest thing in the world. If you literally like just shook a little bit, the whole flap of the top half of the DS would just go flying in the wind like a goddamn flag, and you'd be like trying to steady it, trying to scan this thing. It would be a mess. An absolute mess. I actually just found my DS uh, maybe two days ago, my 3DS, and I haven't Mm. played in years, probably since, I don't know, my junior year of high school or something like that. Um, or whenever it was, you know, a little bigger, because I was playing it after it was big, too. But I mm-hmm. found it, and I just, like, clicked to see what game was in it, and it was Animal Crossing. And I actually don't think I had another game for the 3DS. I think I only had Animal Crossing. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just, like, a way in which to play Animal Crossing. Like, I didn't care about the 3DS. I cared about, like, how do I play Animal Crossing? <laughs> that, was literally, that was literally me, because I remember graduating from high school and being like i need to get a 3ds immediately Mm -hmm. um and i'm pretty sure i spent my graduation money on the 3ds and got animal crossing and that's all i played that summer before freshman year of college was animal crossing like every day of my life i would wake up and be like remember getting back into it with you when you started playing again i hadn't played in a while and you were like i'm playing animal crossing and i was like well i guess i am too and i played that whole i forgot (laughs) Um, but yeah, back to the tattoos, I think that we were just, like, really into, um, you know, playing Animal Crossing together and, like, having this game that, like, allowed us to spend time together. Mm-hmm. Also, we played cello growing up. Um, we started playing cello together in the sixth grade, so well, that was, like, six years together. Holy um, shit. I six years ago, and I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, I was in the sixth grade six years ago. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm actually 12 years old. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Liz, that's um, not how grades work, but okay. <laughs> Stop, I'm a sixth grader, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why you're still in the sixth grade. You clearly can't count. <laughs> Bush, Bush era is over. There are some children that do get left behind. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am one of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so I think at some point we were just like, we're gonna get these tattoos. We're gonna get a cello one day, and we're also gonna get an Animal Crossing tattoo. And because we're old and we make our own money, uh, we got them. Well, we we, we just it. got the leaf. We just got the leaf. And what's what's interesting is that we talked about getting matching cello tattoos and matching Animal Crossing ones. And I backed out of the cello one, which seems like the one that you would get. Like, it seems like, wow, I played cello my whole life. Like, 
this is a part of me. Like I, I this is an instrument I played and it's like, I'm so emotionally connected to it. And I was like, you know what? I think I just want the Animal Crossing one. <laughs> Animal Crossing uh, is greater than a historic yeah. <laughs> instrument. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, mood. Animal Crossing is a cultural reset, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, and also what I wanted to bring up a uh, question was like, I had seen this YouTube video talking about um, music and video games and they had mentioned Animal Crossing New Leaf specifically um, to say that there was like some kind of functionality with that um, just to talk on like the level of robustness when it comes to like making your town specifically about you and like a unique experience that is something that you can only get with your own gameplay. Um so I I don't know how it works specifically, but in the video they had said that you can actually customize the town tune. Am I understanding that yeah. correctly? Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So it's it's essentially this every so every hour there's like a bell that rings in your town to let you know that like oh it's noon or oh it's two o'clock and it plays this town tune which you can like compose yourself. And you, like, pretty much just, like, drag these notes to, like, make a little yeah. a little tune, like a little beep-bop-boop, beep-bop-boop-boop kind of tune. <laughs> um, and then every time you talk to your villagers, they'll, like, sing the town tune kind of as a greeting. It's like a little whistle song. But what I had done was I had made my town tune. It was like, um, bum, bum, bum. Until it stopped, but because of the amount of notes you got, I don't remember where it stopped, but it stopped abruptly. It was like bump, 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 and that was just like it. So it didn't actually finish the beginning of that iconic song. Uh, so, <laughs> so you can do some really feral shit with that, which oh is my great. God. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, and then the actual music in the game like the composed music for the game Mm -hmm. it changes every hour and my favorite hour is 7 p.m from new leaf it's like this really mellow like i don't know just like good vibes (laughs) that's so funny i could not tell you like what the music sounded like like i know it changes but i couldn't like give you know what i mean i couldn't like sing it right now if i had to that's yeah. so interesting. I can't remember at all. I remember yeah. my friend in high school had, like, tried to get me to learn how to play. Um, I am i don't know what time it was, but she was like, can you play this time at in, in uh, Animal Crossing on the piano? Because I was learning a lot of, like, I got to pick, like, one song that I got to learn, and then my teacher would pick a song, and she would be like, you need to learn Mozart. And I'd be like, can I learn the Pokemon theme also? <laughs> and so my friend was like why don't you learn how to play the animal crossing theme or like she she like named a specific time and i was like i don't i don't know what that means what you mean 2 p.m i don't get that <laughs> yeah they changed i recently found a playlist on spotify did with, you really yeah with all the different time songs Wow. Oh, you did us just listen to the podcast. You got to send that to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new gym, my new gym workout. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, I'm gonna run so a mile cool. and just seven him <laughs> on repeat. Me. Five minute mile just because I'm running Animal Crossing. <laughs> Keeps me fit. Um, Liz, what uh, what kind of experience did you have with Animal Crossing growing up? Sure. Um, so I had it. I had the fur. I had the game for the GameCube. Um, and I didn't get really super into it because the GameCube was this kind of communal console and I didn't really understand that this was a game that you like really had to commit a lot of time and energy to Mm -hmm. to like make your house bigger and like get all the furniture and like build relationships with these characters so I just like didn't do any of it and would like leave the game for two weeks and come back and be like why is this a shit show (laughs) um but Why are there cockroaches? <laughs> literally cockroaches in my house all the time. My house <laughs> never got bigger than the first one. Like, I just, like, did not understand. Um, and then I got Wild World for my first DS, and I played that for literal years. I was obsessed. I got to the point where I was, like, trying to finish the furniture catalog and, like, collect everything. Um, I had, like, a guidebook that would like tell me how to make like certain designs um at the like clothing shop and like I had villagers towards the end of when I stopped playing it that had been there like when I first started playing it so I was yeah I was really really into it and then of course it just like kind of dwindled out because they weren't you know it didn't like get updates like Mm mm-hmm Right. The 3DS well, one or like so Pocket. About. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we, City Folk, we kind of talked about it, but played that for the Wii, played that with Emily all the time. Um, and then all the, like, even though the Wii was kind of also a communal console, I like realized that I needed to like dedicate a lot of time to it. So I was like, all right, excuse me, I need the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> and then. New Leaf, I was obsessed. I was literally feral over it. Um, Bought a 3DS specifically for it. Beat the game to death. Um, Towards the end of when I stopped playing it, which I think was like 2016 or 2017, they had come out with this like Amiibo card reader Mm -hmm. uh, feature where you could like buy this little machine that you would like tap these trading cards, these amiibo trading cards onto, and you can, like, scan specific characters into the game. Mm -hmm. And I think what I liked most about Animal Crossing was that, like, you didn't really have a lot of control over, like, who moved into your town. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Because it was, like, uh, yeah, I mean, if I had control over it, of course I'm going to have, like, my favorite villagers and, like, the cutest villagers move in. Um... And with the Amiibo cards, like, you could do that. Like, you could just have, like, all your faves move in. And, like, I'm not going to lie, I did do it. I was like, okay, all my beautiful favorites, like, come move into my town. And I kicked all the uglies out. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think the fun of it would be, like, yeah, you're just playing. And then one of your animal neighbors pings you and is like, hey, like, I'm thinking of moving. And then you can kind of be like, right, bye. Or you can be like, no, don't go. And then, like, once they're gone, you don't know who you're going to get, which was, like, always very, very exciting to me because I'm like, all right, someone new. Who's it going to be? 
Yeah, but I I never did any of the amiibo cards or anything like that. Cause how fun was it when you like just hated somebody? When you were like, oh, this bitch moved in and I hate them. Like that was such a fun part of the game for me because you had to like do them favors and then you and then it felt like real life. You had like real life drama. You were like, I hate this person and they keep talking to this person and I don't want to deal with that and I want them to move. But no, my best friend is moving and it, it gets it gets like you know. Like, dumb drama. It was so fun for me. Okay, wait. Explain this to me right now, because I don't understand how a game about cute little animals has such, like, a, a polarizing uh, villagers and, like, inhabitants. Like, the aren't they all supposed to be cute and fun? Like, I don't understand no. how y'all... Like, every single Animal Crossing fan that I have run across has been like, I'm going to strangle this, this little animal to death. I'm going to yeah. pinch its six... A pixel neck and strangle this little <laughs> little bitch because some of them are really annoying yeah okay so they all come with like a specific personality so there's like sporty villagers and there's like peppy villagers there's cranky like the villagers yeah right like lazy ones or snooty ones so like they all have like different personalities so like some of them are so fucking rude like drives me insane also yeah. some of them are literally so ugly i don't know who designed these characters <laughs> <So ugly. laughs> there are there are several that like every time i look at them i gag i'm not even kidding you like so ugly you know Gigi? no explain she's this Describe. she's this little purple frog that i hate and she's one of those like really like preppy like snooty like you were saying snooty before that's a great way to describe her um she just like is this purple gross ass frog with this bright green eyeshadow which i don't know who thought purple and green was the decision for her but apparently they also hated her because she looks ugly as hell and then her lips overlined to like to heaven and she looks terrible terrible and she's so annoying and i hate her that is so funny i have several villagers that several that i find very ugly and i have a list of three that i hate the most but there is one villager and one villager only who if i see him he is dead on sight i swear to fucking god i will kill him Emily shared hers, so Liz, tell us about your um, tell us tell us about your least favorite, I guess, uh, uh, animal thing. Right. I don't know what to call them. So I was minding my own business one day in my town on New Leaf, you know, just chilling, living my life, and there was a plot that was like, oh, someone's gonna move in here, so I was all excited, and the house was there, so I was like, I gotta go see who it is roll into this house which was hideous it was like a bright yellow fence and like a (laughs) red house with a bright blue roof and like a lime green door i was like what the fuck is going on here (laughs) i roll into the house and it's pietro who (laughs) if you (laughs) for for those of you who are not familiar he is essentially a clown. <laughs> Wait, Liz. Liz, I was, I, 
I'm on my computer right now, and I have typed in Animal Crossing into my uh, search bar so I can search whoever the character you were going to say was. But I did not think it was going to be Pietro. I forgot about him until you said it, and I was like, I don't even need to search this fucking idiot. I hate him so much. Oh my god, you you both hate him? He aggravates me. You would hate him. Aggravates me. Okay, so first of all, he's ugly. He's so ugly. His, so ugly. So he's a sheep. He's a little sheep. He has his head, his face painted like a clown. He's got a little red nose, little clown. And then his his fur, his wool is rainbow. Okay, so he's uh he's my eyes burn every time I look at him. He's the absolute worst. Literally hideous. He was so rude to me, and then. Uh, I wanted him to move out so bad. So there's like kind of a tactic that you can use where you like kind of hit them with your bug net or you get an axe to cut down trees. So you can like kind of conk them with the axe or you could like specifically buy this like it's a toy hammer and you like kind of you're supposed to buy it and like hang out with your friends like your real life friends on the game and like kind of boop them. You're like, haha, it's funny. <laughs> but me, I would... Okay, so there's these things called pitfall seeds, and they're like little white circles with an exclamation mark on it, and if you bury them in the ground and you walk over them, you fall into a hole. <laughs> and so NPCs can fall into them. <laughs> so I would create a little barrier, a little barrier of pitfall seeds, outside his door to his house so that when he walked out, he would fall into them. You are telling me right yeah. now that you not only tried to bludgeon this uh, little creature, but you also tried to bury him alive <laughs> on his oh, own I, land. I would do the same thing. Yeah, but, like, the whole point is that you get them to be, like, so upset or, like, so grumpy or so mad at you that they go, okay, I don't want to live in this village, any- this town anymore, like, I want to leave. Oh so God, I would bully. just, like, you would essentially bully him so that he would move out of your town. But the thing is, is that he never would want to leave my town. <laughs> I would harass this poor animal, literally harassing him to the point of where he was almost dead. No, I'm kidding. No one dies. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> he, he would, like, ping me because they would, like, ping you and, like, you could go talk to them and they'd give you, like, quests or, like, have certain questions or whatever. Um, and he would pick me, and he would be like, you know, I'm thinking of moving. And there would be, one, like, two options, and one of them would be like, yes, like, move out of my town. This is great. And the See other would be like, no, don't go. And, like, sometimes if you say, no, don't go, they'll be like, oh, but, like, I really got to go. Sorry. And, like, sometimes, so I would, like, always choose the option that was, like, bye, leave my town. <laughs> and then he would be like, actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to live here forever. <laughs> and would, would not move out of my town, and I was so pissed off. Why do I kind of like the way that he looks? <laughs> no, I sent I sent his picture in the chat. Why is he kind of cute? Aaron, he's Aaron says you're a clown. I always like the ugly ones. You're a clown, Aaron. I am a clown. He's, not, he's disgusting. <laughs> 
he shouldn't be allowed to live. <laughs> Do you think that's an algorithm thing where they were like, we need, like, he's obviously a clown and he doesn't fit into anyone's rules because clowns don't, like, exist on this plane of existence. And so, like, every time you were like, actually move out of my town, it, like, activated the kill switch that was like, actually, I'm going to stay forever. I live here now. <laughs> probably. probably. They, they probably saw me harassing this animal and they were like, we're just going to fuck with this bitch for a couple more weeks. <laughs> so did you ever get rid of him? Uh, actually, I did because, you know, I was scanning in all those amiibo cards. And when you scan them in, they'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, like, this person can move into your village, but, like, you have to get rid of someone else. So your first I essentially choice. just had, like, I had a hit list of, like, villagers that I had in my town that I didn't want in my town anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was the first to go. I was like, bye, you gotta go. <laughs> Definitely. So the amiibos prove to be also... useful in some way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they are useful, but, like, it also... My thing about the amiibos is that they took away that kind of, like, element of surprise of, like, who's coming into your town? But they also did get my arch nemesis out of my town, so... <laughs> I guess they do be good for something. Do be good for something. Um, and then... All... Go ahead. <laughs> Um, I was just going to say, like, when it comes to um, the spinoff games, um, I know that there was two that don't really count as Animal Crossing games, but they um, are, like, subsidiaries of Animal Crossing, one being uh, Happy Home Builder Mm -hmm. or whatever. Happy Home Designer. Yes, and then the other one being uh, Pocket Camp. Yeah. Yes, there is also a third bastardized game that no one really talks about because it's really fucked up and, like, the worst game ever. Um, And I think it's called um, Amiibo... Hold on. It's, like, Animal Crossing... Not Amiibo Park, but, like... I didn't even know about this one. Amiibo Festival. Oh, Oh, I heard about this one. Because no one liked it. Yeah, it was an absolute disaster. It was for the Wii U, and it was I mean, essentially Mario, Mario Party, but Animal Crossing. Oh, yes! And you I would, like... That's what it was called. Yeah, you would, like, scan amiibos in, and it essentially was a pile of flaming garbage. Because it was just a ploy to get more people to, first of all, buy the Wii U, because that was such a fucking heap of trash fire of a console. Oh, yeah. And then, have, second of all, to get people to buy Amiibos, which are just, like, even more of a money grab in uh, in terms of Animal Crossing and, like, Nintendo stuff. Yeah, for sure. The Wii U was... I mean, I won't go... But I had a Wii U, and it was horrendous. The only, yeah. It was trying to be a, the Switch before they had the technology for the Switch. Mm-hmm. The Switch right. is my favorite console. But the the Wii U, like I still have it in my house because I don't know what to do with it. It is it looks so ancient now <laughs> compared to my Switch because it's it's just it's basically like a gigantic Game Boy that they tried to make cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yikes! The yikes is right. Absolutely. I mean, it was like a whole thing where like none of it was the user interface was not friendly at all. The gameplay and the way that like the game exclusives works, it just was not in its favor. Um, but um, did did either of you guys play uh, Happy Home or um, or the Amiibo one since you also had 
or you said that you didn't actually uh, even know about the Amiibo game for the Wii U, right? No, I forgot that's what it was called. I I only saw it on um one of my many uh, <laughs> YouTube dives that I've done into the Animal Crossing world. <laughs> I've never played it before. I've only played Happy Home Designer uh, on my friends. I never had my own. And then I played Pocket Camp, but I'm not a fan of Pocket Camp. Mm-hmm. Well, we can get into Pocket Camp, but what about Happy Home? Do you have Happy Home Designer, Liz? Yeah, so I I do have Happy Home Designer, and I really like Happy Home Designer. Um, I think I I really like Pocket Camp, which we can talk about later. But if I had to rank either of them, I think it would go Pocket Camp, and then very closely behind Happy Home Designer, um, because. With Happy Home Designer, it kind of introduced a lot more furniture options, which were not in New Leaf, which then kind of warranted a update to New Leaf. And you got all this new furniture, which was fun and exciting. And also, one of the one of the big big things um, for Animal Crossing, especially in the New Leaf era, um, specifically, uh, everyone on Tumblr who had like an Animal Crossing blog was, like, the interior decorating concept of the game. And, like, kind of, you know, you can customize the furniture. You can bring it into, like, the furniture shop and, like, alter it. Mm-hmm. And then you can, like, set up... It, it's, like, interior decorating was really big, I think. So this was qu- kind of catered towards that audience mm-hmm. who really enjoyed doing that. Um, but it was fun. It was, it was just like a fun, mindless game. It did kind of get repetitive, but whatever, you could take a break and like play the actual game and then like go back to it and it was fine. But yeah, it's wild to me that they even had the concept to be like, let's take this one portion of a game that already exists and kind of blow it up and create its own kind of separate gameplay mechanic where you can just like play that section of the game in an entirely different game. And we're going to develop this and, like, create a different little Mm -hmm. thing for it, which is just wild to me, because, like, could you imagine playing The Sims, but, like, it's just the building the house, and then that's (laughs) it? Like, period. No. done. No. No, I couldn't. Um, I think it was also very exciting, because in the base game, in New Leaf, when you interior decorated, you had to go through this kind of arduous process of, like, opening your bag and, like, clicking the piece of furniture that you want mm-hmm. and, like, putting it in the room. And then your character yourself had to, like, push the furniture manually, spin the furniture manually, and kind of, like, place it wherever in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Happy Home, it was like, oh, here's a grid of your room and here's little blocks, which are essentially the furniture that, like, you can now use your stylus to, like, place and move the furniture. So it was just, like, a faster way to do something that everyone enjoyed doing on the base game. That's so interesting. Um, and then when it comes to uh, Pocket Camp, I know, Emily, you do not like it. Liz, you do no. like it. This is the only Animal Crossing game that I can have any say in, because that's the only thing that I've ever played. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, 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 it's not Animal Crossing itself. It's like a uh, commodified, like, you push it into a zip file, and this is Animal Crossing kind of light. 
um, as I understand it. Like, there's not a lot of functionality as compared to, like, actually getting uh, New Leaf or what we can come to expect uh, with New Horizons. Am I understanding that mm-hmm. correctly? Right. I Completely. mean, it's a mobile game, and yeah. with mobile games, you're not going to get an entire console game. Um, so... It, like, there are shared elements between the actual console games, like the concept of being like, oh, you're the leader, you're the head of this campsite, and you can decorate it however you want and make friends with the villagers, and you get a cabin, you have a camper that you can decorate, and um, it's it's designed to, like, make you come back the next day and play it. So there's furniture building options that will take 12 hours, 24 hours, 6 hours, 30 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. they want you to come back and play it. Um, there's, like, events, constant updates. And, like, I don't know. I just think it's fun because it's, like, kind of mindless. It You get rewards for doing things. And we all know that I'm literally a slut for, like, getting rewards for doing tasks and video games <laughs> um and yeah i don't know i mean it held me over between mm-hmm. new leaf and new horizons so like i'm I, not mad about it i actually couldn't disagree more almost everything you said are the reasons that i hate it um i, I don't hate is a strong word i i played it for a little bit but i i really didn't play it for more than a month or two mm-hmm. uh when it first came out because i couldn't get past the waiting 12 hours and the waiting 24 hours for something because i had made it a little bit like quote unquote further in the game but that's also what i hated about it because there is no really much further in the game you're kind of really stuck where you start a lot of ways like yes you can build up and you can build new things and you can you can make things prettier and nicer but it didn't have everything that i loved about animal crossing and it actually kind of just annoyed me that they didn't that they they made this version for the phone if they had to take away so much because i understand that it has to be a much condensed version of the game but for me it just took away kind of the whole magic of animal crossing like i couldn't get past it mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think one of the reasons why I really like Pocky Camp is kind of you you said that it like once you hit a certain point in the game there's like nothing else to do and for someone who like likes to complete a game and like 100% it and like finish the catalog and like get all the furniture like the challenge towards the end of pocket camp is that like you have to reach a certain friendship level with all of the animals and then you can unlock special furniture that will push you further to completing the catalog and i think that's what i really like about it one of the one of the reasons why i really really like it um i also really like it because of the updates and because they have this like cyclical kind of event style calendar where it's, like, the beginning of every month, there's, like, a bug tournament, and then middle of the month is a fishing tournament, and then, like, the last third of the month is this, like, kind of scavenger hunt, like, collect these little gyroids and build furniture. Um, So, I don't know. I think it keeps me interested, and I want 100% the catalog, so I'm 
stuck being a slave to this phone app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and for somebody that likes to complete stuff, I get that. I actually like I like playing the game a lot more than I like completing it when I get towards the end of a game like this, at least, like Animal Crossing or Harvest Moon or any game that has sort of real-life elements to it. I like to play the life part of it, like Sims. I don't want to, like, you know, I want to play the life part of it. So for me, making a catalog, I was like, I'm, I'm annoyed all the time. I have to wait 12 hours. This is not fun for me. Like, this, I wanted the instant gratification of, like, buying something or saving up to buy something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. This is, yeah, this game doesn't have a lot of, like, the saving up to buy something, which is something that I did like about the console games, where you would, like, save all this money up to pay off your loans and then like once you pay off your loans you're essentially just hoarding money in this atm to like get specific prizes from the bank um but i think another big reason now that i'm like actually thinking about pocket camp thoroughly um Another big reason that I really like Pocket Camp is because it introduced me to all these villagers that I had literally no idea even existed. Yeah, Like, you get to play with all these villagers on the roster that, like, you don't, you wouldn't normally get to play in, like, a console game just because of, like, the console game is, like, based on luck. Like, it's a crapshoot. Like, you don't know who you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Pocket Camp, it's kind of like you have all these options and you can like talk to them and hang out with them. So now I have like new faves found through Pocket Camp that I'm like, I didn't even know that this bitch existed because he was never on any console game that I had. <laughs> right, right. And there's a lot of, a uh, lot of little animals in the actual like Animal Crossing universe, right? Like there's like. Oh, so many. Yeah, I don't know the exact number, but there's a ton. Jesus. They really put a lot into this game. I mean, it is one of the, like, hallmark Nintendo games. Um, That's really, like, it's foundational um, to the Nintendo experience. So they obviously put a lot into it. And so they're really um, revving up for um, New Horizons, which is coming out and what we're all very excited for um and so uh, i mean I'm, I'm assuming that y'all saw the latest nintendo direct where they made a lot of announcements and they talked a lot about like what we know about the game what we can come to expect about the game um so i mean you guys are actual like everything that i got from that is like all that i really know to come to expect and like i don't have expectations per se as to like how the game will be i don't have like a com- comparison point like this is going to be my first time like actually playing through um a console game for animal crossing but like y'all being seasoned animal crossing players like how is it like how excited are you for this and then like also how are um you coming to like expect the game to be and like what are you guys uh you know highly anticipating when it comes to this game coming out like in terms of gameplay and features yeah i am freaking out about the game i think about it every day like i'm, I'm not exaggerating <laughs> um, <laughs> oh same literally and, same. i'm actually yeah no i can't stop thinking about it um but i'm actually really nervous to have such high expectations because from what it seems from that like 27 minute minute video they released and the trailer before that and other things i've watched on it it seems like it has pretty much everything from all of the other animal crossing games that most people have come to love mm-hmm. in one game so 
I am just, you know, and there's all these little teaser things they add in that, that video that they released um, that, you know, there's one point where you can see, they didn't say anything about KK Slider, but there's one point where you can see, like, the corner of his shoulder if you zoom in. So, obviously, <laughs> there will be an update. Like, literally, there are so many things I like that they, like, kind of did little Easter eggs for. But mm-hmm. I have such high expectations for the game because it really does seem like sort of the best of everything. Also, something they alluded to is, like, death as a thing. Like, there is a um, tombstone that they showed, but then also they keep saying, like, make sure you have um, medicine on you for beast things because, like, they can get bad. And they keep just kind of leaving that at a cliffhanger. I'm like, do you think you can die? I don't think you could. I don't think they're going to let you die. But death is a concept in this one. They have a tombstone. Yeah, it's Tortimer. I know it's Tortimer. It's for sure Tortimer. Or I think Tortimer. Who is Tortimer? Or it's a piece he of... He was the mayor of a, the old town. And what game was that? Was that City Folk? City he Folk, in, yeah. Yeah. He was literally this, like, 5,000-year-old tortoise. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, my God. I can't believe that y'all are talking about the concept of death as it exists in the Animal Crossing universe, because I can't believe there's a game that exists that they're like, no one can die. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, people don't, like, There's that's not a thing in all the other ones, so it's interesting that they even have that. I'm assuming it's Tortimer. I've seen zoom-ins of the, um, of the tombstone, but I didn't have actual context for it, so I just, like, scroll through Twitter and <laughs> see this tombstone that's, like, literally six pixels high, yeah, and yeah. people would be like, 600 question marks, and I'd be like, I guess, I don't know how to answer this question, I don't know what question is being posed here. Yeah, there was a lot of drama on my Twitter feed when that video came out because everyone was like, who's dead? <laughs> but there were little things that, like, they obviously um, are introducing back into the new game, like the, uh, I don't remember what it was called, Liz, but that, that golden spot that would glow off the ground. What was that? It, there was a name yeah. for it. And, um, it was, like, pretty much the OG game. And you could only find it once a day, and if you dug it up, it would be something really special. So they're reintroducing that in this game, and that hasn't been in the game since the first Animal Crossing. Yeah, since GameCube. Yeah, so it's really cool that they're reintroducing things from whatever five Animal Crossings ago or something like that. Yeah. I'm also in the same boat where I'm, like, so excited and have very high expectations, but I've also been, like, quite wary and Mm -hmm. also, like, I wanted to keep my experience spoiler-free, and then they put out that Nintendo Direct, and I was like, okay, I gotta cut this shit out and watch this Nintendo Direct, because I need to know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> and, like like you said, it seems to be, like, a culmination of every game so far. Right. Um, a ton of those features are, like, from the older games are included in the newer games. Um what I'm excited about for this new game is the whole crafting yes. thing where That's you so go cool. around and you, like, cut trees down, you, like, hit rocks to get, like, rock material, and you can, like, craft furniture and craft tools, mm-hmm. which is a new feature that was not in any of the previous games. Right. Um, Ooh. But I think yeah, I think they they include it because they want to go along with the whole, like, you're on a deserted island vibe, and, like, if you're on a right. deserted island, like, you need to, like, craft things. Right. Um, I also... Talking, what? 
crafting also including like the entirety of the island which is a, a huge first for animal crossing like you can if you it's cool because you need permits to do things and stuff but if you get the permits you can change the layout of your island you get to choose where people move you can you have yeah. so much control in this game whereas other games you had little to no control right but you're talking about the landscaping right yeah, the landscaping where people live, the river itself, like everything, mm. really. Yeah, the terraforming scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Why? I'm excited. I'm scared because I'm like, what? I I don't know. I kind of liked in New Leaf where you would just kind of have to be like, all right, this is where the river is, I guess. And like, this is where I, this is where I access the beach. And this is the layout on my map and that's it and for this one it's kind of like well if i don't like this like i can make it what i want which is great and like there are a lot of people out there that play new leaf that had these like brilliant towns Mm -hmm. and would have like excel spreadsheets where they would like plan out their town (laughs) like that was a huge thing they would be like this is where we're gonna put all these public works projects this is where we're going to put each villager's house. Like, I remember <laughs> when I was peak playing New Leaf, when people would be like, okay, I'm going to plan out my town. And then, like, wh- whenever you turned on the game in the morning and you saw that a villager was, like, planning to move in and they would, like, square off a plot of land for the house move, people would reset their game mm-hmm. until they got the plot to go where they wanted it to go. Yeah. Oh like, my god. Yeah. It's intense. I actually used to do a lot of stuff like that in uh the in City Folk mostly I used to do a lot of like resetting and you know, trying to get things right and also trying to get things right through town. I did um my dad used to play with me as well. Uh my dad had a character in my town in I think City Folk, I wanna say. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But we used to um he used to hack the game for me basically. So uh, oh yeah, you had like short. you had like four billion dollars. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. So, so much long, money. Long story short, my dad had his own character in my town, and his best friend Kramer, his best work friend, um, Kramer also had children who had Animal Crossing. So Kramer made a character too, and my dad and Kramer would visit each other's towns. These two forty-something-year-old men would hang out on Animal Crossing <laughs> and visit each other's towns. <laughs> So what they figured out was there is a um, a turnip salesperson who comes around and the turnip sales uh, increase and decrease and fluctuate in price. So you could kind of treat them as like investments, like you could buy turnips and resell them for a higher turnover. So what my dad would do is he would buy turnips and then fast forward the game, which would mess me up because I live in the same town. So then I would have bad head. But I, so I was always mad about that. Um, and he would sell these turnips for a higher turnover. So then him and Kramer were doing this together and going back and forth and kind of like giving each other money when they needed it and dropping bells in each other's towns. And they got to a point where they had a lot of money and one of them bought the crown that is worth a million bells and it's hard to get. It only comes to your town sometimes. So I don't know how they figured this out, but these are two very tech savvy guys. They figured out that if you went into the other person's town, dropped the crown there, went back to your town and turned off the system as you were, like, in in between towns, 
when you turn back on the system, he would have a crown in his town where he dropped it, and my dad would have a crown in his pocket still. Oh. Yeah, so they did this, um, I don't know, at least hundreds of times because they would create so many crowns. And then my dad would drop bells for me in front of my house. So I had literally, literally millions and millions of bells in the game so I could buy whatever I wanted. So it gets worse. Kramer puts an ad on actual real life eBay and says, and says $10 for a crown on Animal Crossing. And this guy made 30 actual real life dollars before eBay and Nintendo emailed him and shut him down because they were like, you don't have a license to do that. We're going to shut down your whole account. Oh my God. Oh my God. He made 30 actual dollars before they shut him down. So he made, because people, he was, he had this add up for no joke about 12 hours and made $30 because people were so into the game at the time that they were like, you know, it was people like buying it for their kids. They were like, of course, they'll spend $10 on this crown. Like they wanted it. And I guess they, you know, I don't know if everybody, if other people knew that this hack existed. I don't know. I don't think my dad looked it up. I think they just figured this out. That's Um, so funny. Uncut crowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You so they bad. figured out a glitch that that's like a strat. That's like literally like a, a speedrun strat. Holy shit. What? They were constantly together and then me and all of Kramer's kids were all like filthy rich because we could have literally and en- literally endless money, like as much money as we ever could want. Um, I remember I remember you rolling into my town. I think it was like one of the first times you ever came through my town and you were like, "Y'all want some money?" Yeah. And I was I was like, "What?" And you you dropped something like 300,000 bells just on the ground and I was like, "Oh." Emily, you a baller? Oh, you yeah. a baller? Because it didn't matter. I could give money. I used to give money to my cousin too. I could give money to anybody because I could get more of it at any time I wanted. This is some rich people it shit. Was, They're like, money isn't <laughs> consequential. <laughs> it was actually crazy. And then my dad, you know, okay, so in the game, Aaron, you can make people say little catchphrases, because they, mm-hmm. all, they all have catchphrases, but sometimes they'll come up to you, the NPCs, and be like, hey, look, I want a new catchphrase. What should I say? So when they came up to my dad, he would have them say, who farted? And... <laughs> Nintendo, I guess, whatever it was, we got an email from the company who was like, you can't do that, it's inappropriate language. And my dad was like, no, it's not. So then he had the horse character say, hoof-hearted. So it looked, it, it, it out loud, hoof-hearted. <laughs> and they couldn't catch him, so my my dad and his best friend spent way years with this. Your dad and your dad's friend are literally getting into altercations with Nintendo through email. <laughs> And I was always like, Dad, you skipped two weeks and I missed the fishing tournament. This isn't fair. And he's like, here's $3 million. And he's like, do you know what's at stake here? Do you understand? (laughs) Oh, funny. Yeah, it was very much a family game for me, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a family game where we can swindle Nintendo out of millions of bells. You don't understand what's at stake, Emily, you foolish little girl. You want to play the game. I'll tell you how to play the game. I'll show you what it means to play the fucking game. 
Aaron, that was literally my dad. I remember there being a point where I'm like, I was decently young during city. I mean, whatever it was, I was whatever age I was, I was a kid. And my dad was playing like with Kramer and they were like, you know, on the phone with each other, talking to each other about the, the things. And they were in each other's hands and I was, they were playing for like hours. And I was like, dad, can I, can I play like my game? Like, can I like, play this children's game that you, a 40-year-old man, are playing after work with your friend to swindle money? Like, can I play? He's like, nah. Dad, can I play? Shh. This is daddy time. <laughs> Holy shit. That's insane. That's literally yeah. insane. Oh, my God. Oh, great. It's really funny. Yeah. Um... Okay, back to New Horizons. Sorry, it's a weird tangent. <laughs> I mean, no, that's amazing. Like, I'm still not over it. Um, it, uh, I, I'm also, um, I mean, like, I understand that people go wild for, like, as you were saying, like, soft resetting the game and stuff and, like, figuring mm. out ways to, like, make the game what they want. Um, but also, like, it, that is also such a early, I guess, pre, like, 2010 kind of, like, concept and, like, even, like, prior to where games are now, like, kind of restrictive on those kinds of things, where, like, it's really not viable to do those things with the games now. Um, But when that was a thing, like, like you said, like, skipping time ahead or pushing the clock back or um, Mm -hmm. all of these were things that, like, we would do as kids to manipulate our games to fit however we need. And now Nintendo is like, stop messing with your console here, we'll just give you all of these tools. Please stop fucking with the console yeah. things. <laughs> right. You can't, um, yeah, it looks like you can't restart the game mm-hmm. and lose progress in New Horizons, and you also can't time travel, so you, like, can't adjust the date to go I'm forward really and backwards in time. i actually. I am, too. Really? It's yeah, I want somebody to, like, force me to have to do that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't right. want the option of fast-forwarding time because anytime I ever did it um, outside of, like, when my dad would mess up my game, I would kind of feel regret after doing it because I was like, oh, like, what did I miss? And somebody, like, somebody moved sometimes when I was like, oh, I want to skip ahead to the fishing tournament, like, a week. And then all of a sudden somebody's gone and you feel like you missed these big events that, you know, you could have been there for. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that you are forced into it. And also, like, real life, forced to, like, miss things sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you couldn't play for the fishing journey? Like, get, get in the next one. It's It just is what it is. Right. And then, what you guys were both saying that, like, you had played on these shared consoles, so, like, the GameCube um, and the Wii, uh, both being consoles that uh, typically in a family home, like, those are game, those are consoles that everyone plays. Um, now mm. that we're all adults, I, I'm pretty sure we all have our own Switches, and, like, these are our own consoles that belong to us as, as like, fully grown adults. Um, but for a lot of people, I think that there is one communal Switch for a uh, family. And so mm. I know that the communal aspect of gameplay in New Horizons is something that people were talking about. Do you, I, I didn't really understand the way that that group gameplay would work per family, um, but I under, as I understand it, like every um, every switch itself will get one island, and that's it. Um, right. So I mean, how do you think that that would translate? You know, f- uh, you guys who had played Animal Crossing on like 
those two consoles versus a Switch, like, how is that going to translate over? I mean, for me, Animal Crossing was always a very casual game. Like, it wasn't ever very hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know for a lot of people, they had multiple copies of the game. So they would have, like, three or four copies of New Leaf yeah. um, and have all these different towns to like just based on like oh i want to have a town this theme or like i want a town this theme but like people would have multiple copies of the game so that they could like play different towns and different characters um and i mean in new leaf you can have up to four characters um mm-hmm. per town and they would just like live in different houses in the town um but like if I had my save file on my say on my card, like, mm-hmm. and I put it in like my sister's DS, it would still be my game. Um, okay. And I think for this, it's kind of forcing. So my understanding is that, like, say I have a profile profile on my Switch. And my mom also has a profile on my Switch. And then, like, my sister has a profile on my Switch. Like, just because we're on different profiles, it's the same island. And, like, it's just different characters. Okay. Which, like, I don't know. I think it's fine. But also, it's, like, you have this game card Mm-hmm. And you can buy another game card, but it would be the same island, is my understanding. Ooh. Like, you can't have more than one island per Switch. So you can't have multiple copies of the game and have multiple islands. Like, it's just one island. Ooh. Right. It's it's now per Switch. It's per console. Um, my confusion about this, though, and I haven't really looked into it yet, because I kind of am just waiting for the game. And also, I have been an only child in my life, so this doesn't, like... <laughs> this hasn't really ever affected me much except for my dad. But um, I'm wondering, they, they keep saying like up to eight people in a town or whatever. Is is that supposed to be eight visitors or eight actual profiles in one town? Do you know? I I don't think it's up to eight profiles in a town. I think it's you can have up to eight friends come and visit you. Okay, I thought that's what it was, but I was getting confused because they had said other things about having, you know, multiple profiles. But you could do that in City Folk, too. Like, my dad had his own character, we just couldn't play at the same time. He would have to go to his character, right? Yeah, I think it's kind of limiting because it's like, if if your family does just have a family switch, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, one one person can play at a time... And you all have to be on the same island. Which, I mean, I guess it's no different than city folk. That's what I was saying. They're making a big deal of this in the video. And that's why I asked you about the eight people thing, because I think I'm missing something. That's why I was going to wait until the game came out, because it's, to my understanding, the exact same thing as city folk. I think people are upset because they want multiple copies of the game and they want different towns. Or different islands. Right, without buying another Switch. Exactly, because now you have to buy literally another Switch to have another island. Right. I mean, yeah, that is an intense kind of, like, Switch from when you would be able to, like, just get another 
game, I guess, and then versus mm-hmm. getting a whole new console. Um, but I mean, that's just the nature of like the DS versus the Switch was that like Switch is so largely like connected to the internet, and even when it's not like that, the way that the it reads games and kind of like exists with the profiles, um, it it is very family friendly in that way, and it behaves more of like a Wii than a uh, DS. So it makes sense that right. the translation from a Wii to the Switch game, like that's a translation that makes sense versus like the 3DS kind of aspect of the game where that's like a handheld personal device over to a Switch, which can be a handheld personal device. Like that's the way I use it 99% of the time. Um, doesn't really translate over. Um, and then in terms of like, uh, which I know we talked about Pietro and all of your least favorite villagers, but who are the villagers that you guys are, um, feral about in a way that is, um, positive? Like you actually want to uplift these <laughs> little animals. Cause so far all I've heard is some very, very disturbing content. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um. I'm going to list my top three that I love. Go ahead. Um, so, I love this little cat named Lolly. She's this little so gray cute. cat. She's so cute. Like, has such such a good temperament. Like, just so, so sweet. Um, I think I would drop dead if she was in my island. I stand so hard. She's the cutest thing I have ever seen in my life. Um, I had her new leaf, but only after I scanned her amiibo card, so I guess that's kind of cheating, but also whatever. Um... And then my second that I have down is this little frog named Henry, who is... Oh, I remember him. He's so sweet, so cute. Um, He's this little sporty guy. He's this, like, really cute color green and just, like, again, good vibes, good guy. And he moved into my town on New Leaf, like, out of luck. So, meant to be, honestly. <laughs> um, And then... My third, which is a new favorite because I met him on Pocket Camp and I immediately fell in love, is this bear named Teddy. And he's just so fucking cute. Oh, I don't know him. I'm going to look him up. Oh, my God. He is like the sweetest thing I have ever seen. Oh, he's cute. (laughs) He's so cute. I am shaking thinking about him. He's really cute. Um, Yeah, so those are my top three. Emily, do you um, have some favorite villagers for us? I do. I also have a top three. Oh my god, um, y'all are both prepared. <laughs> I had a my... I had a least favorite three list. Oh, did you? Prepared. Yeah. That's so funny. Wait, can we hear it? I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Give us your right, bottom three, right too. Right now? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, Pietro, I literally hate him. <laughs> um, <laughs> second is this dog named Cherry who is this, like, supposed to be, like, a rock and roll, like, ooh, I'm badass, but, like, <laughs> horrific, the most horrific color of red um, and black, and, like, it's just, like, ugly. Cherry's in Pocket Camp, right? Yes. Okay, I've seen. I've seen Cherry. Yeah, not a fan. And I think I may, I may hate this one more than Pietro. I think I hate Pietro just on the fact that he didn't leave my town in New Leaf, but, like... No, he's ugly. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> Aaron is sad about that. <laughs> He's kind of cute, though. 
Um, ugly. Okay, so, <laughs> uglier, I would argue, uglier than him is this bird called Jitters. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. The green one. The green Hideous. one. Hideous. <laughs> this lime green bird. Ugly. Yeah. His eyes literally looks like he's scared. wide open. Like, yeah. literally humongous, <laughs> wide, scared eyes. What was the name? Just jitters. <laughs> Who's naming these animals also? I would like to know. Yeah, I'm I don't know. The, the names. They're all, I mean, they're cute. They're all very cute. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Yeah, oh, my off. God. It looks like, exactly. it looks like they sleep deprived him and then, um, Electric released him. him back into the wild. He looks undead. Yeah, literally, like, risen from the dead after he was electrocuted to death after not being able to sleep for three weeks. Oh my god, stop. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I'm gonna see his beady black eyes in my sleep tonight. So anyway, I hate them. I have an important question. What? What? What is the nature of this clown sheep? Is he nice, at least? Oh, I don't remember. He's okay. He actually... Okay. He's, like, actually kind of nice. <laughs> you bludgeoned a nice little sheep because he dressed like a clown. He's not like snooty or anything. Uh, I, I don't know. He's well mannered. Wow, I love him. He's ugly. <laughs> yeah, he's ugly. I love the ugly ones. Um, Emily, <laughs> give us. I don't. Do you want to start with your bottom three, your top three? How do you want to do this? Uh, I'll start with my top. Okay. Because uh, we're things up a little bit. Uh, my number one favorite of all time is Stitches. He, yeah, he's my favorite. He he is this little bear that is all like stitched together, sort of like um like kind of quilted together, um in like bright blue and red colors. He was the first character I interacted with ever in Animal Crossing in the original game, and he is so sweet and nice, and I just became absolutely obsessed with him. Oh my god, he's so cute! He's so cute, right? I love him so much. (laughs) Um, I know, I'm literally, like, obsessed with him, you have no idea. I, that was the only time, you know, I would, like, you know, mess around with the game for a little bit, but the only time I actually stopped somebody from moving by, like, shutting the system off was for him, because he tried to move, and I was like, literally, no. Like, you literally, no. Traitor, no! Yeah, he's my absolute favorite. And then my uh, next two are um, Maple, who's this other little bear. She's just so sweet and so cute. And then Goldie, who's a little um, golden lab, and she's also so sweet. I really like the really, really cute ones. Like, when you look at them and you're like, adorable! Those are my favorites. So classic. Very good. So good. Very good choices. Um, and then my bottom three, uh, I forgot about Pietro. He's right in there. I'll throw him right in because he's so ugly. <laughs> and then, and then I really hated Jim Bet and Olivia. Jim Bet's this green frog, and she—I don't remember if she was snooty or not—but she's ugly, and I just don't like the ugly ones. Um, and if you're ugly, get out of my town, basically. And like, not <laughs> um, I honestly couldn't tell you anything about her temperament, but she's ugly looking. She's this frog with like these big, gigantic cheeks, and I—I I hate her. Um, and then Olivia, I remember Olivia being mean. I haven't interacted with Olivia in, 
along in like actual real life years. But um, she was this cat, and I don't really remember what she looked like fully, but I remember her being like really mean, and I think she said something to me that like, you know, like fifth grade me was like, ah, oh, are you kidding? <laughs> and I never wanted to talk to her again. So. Oh my god. Yeah, she's snooty, Olivia. I don't like the snooty ones. That's the temperament that really like annoys me when they're like, ah, oh, I, I hate that. I hate that in real life too, though. So. <laughs> um, I. I kind of love Jambet. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I don't know what Jambet is like, so that could be just... I mean, it not could be. It is just based in, based on looks. Like, I remember her being ugly. I have to look her up again. She... Okay, um, so she has just, like, big lips. <laughs> I'm looking at her, and that's not wrong. She's ugly. No, she's kind of cute. She's ugly. And her and eyes are half open. Sick. She looks like she was drawn by someone who has a very specific and weird fetish. <laughs> you know what she reminds me of? You know what she reminds uh, me of? Who? Mike Mike Wazowski in Monsters Inc. when he gets his his yes. mouth sucked yeah. by that machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, made for Jim that. <laughs> that is exactly. And she's green and circular. She literally is the female version of that. Next episode, Conspiracy Theories, is Jambet Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Jambet is Mike Wazowski with another eye. <laughs> Mich- Michelle Wazowski. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, and then, uh, the only question that I have left on my, uh, little sheet here that I've created, uh, is, what is the lore behind this froggy chair, and why did it become a meme? Oh, my gosh, the, uh, the frog chair, they, they showed that in the newest one, right? If you think I got any iota of idea of what's going on. I don't remember it being in the... Uh, the direct Nintendo direct but oh, I keep seeing it all over Twitter but it's the literal uh fog furniture from I don't even know when from the first one it was probably yeah it, it was definitely in the beginning game and like it's the only piece of furniture in that series yeah so the furniture in Animal Crossing um there's like really big series it's it's like a there's a Rococo theme there's a balloon theme. Oh, worm. There's like an elegant theme, and all of these come with a wallpaper, a floor, and like every piece of furniture. So like a basic wardrobe, a dresser, a bed, a table, a chair, a couch, mm-hmm. um, like a lamp, and um, so you could decorate a room with that entire theme, and it would look look really cohesive and like look really good, and then. There were also these, like, smaller-themed furniture categories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one that was like, oh, there's a fruit table and chair and couch, like a citrus-themed kind of thing. And then there would be like, oh, there's musical instruments and there's a bunch of cactuses. Mm-hmm. And then there was there was ju- this froggy chair. It was just this random froggy chair. Yeah. And I think the reason why it blew up was kind of similar to the way that the Beanie Baby snail blew up. Um, <laughs> where it was all these youths on TikTok, and someone saw this thing and was like, this is cute, 
let me make a TikTok of it, and then people saw it and became obsessed with it. Oh, shit. So it's a TikTok thing. Yeah. Yes, I I think it's a TikTok thing. But I I don't remember if that share, because that share wasn't a big deal before now, I don't remember if it's been in any of the games since the OG one. It was in New Leaf. Was it? I don't remember. Uh, But I wouldn't remember it, because I didn't didn't give a shit about a frog chair, so... Yeah, I don't think I ever gave a crap about the froggy chair either, but it's no, I so cute. I mean, now that it's I'm looking cute. at it, like, no, it's mad it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute. There's just so much furniture in Animal Crossing that you would, like, it's too much to remember. Like, I don't remember half of it until I see it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to have that. So. Yeah. I understand that. Like, I the the fact that there are all these animals that, like, you might never see just oh, yeah. bl- it blows me away, like, because I... I've, I I am also in the camp with Liz where I'm, like, I love to 100% complete a game, and I love to, like, I used to get, like, we would deliberately have it so that way my brother would get one version of Pokemon, and I would get the other version of Pokemon, and we would trade so that way we could get the version exclusives from each other. Um, and it, uh like, that was such a big part of it. So, like, imagining this world where, like, you might never... There are aspects of a game that exists in the actual coding of this console, but you might never be able to touch it or reach it, ever. Freaks yeah. me out. It freaks me I, out. That's what I love about it. <laughs> it's so it's cool. that existential dread that kicks in, baby. <laughs> love it. The inevitable uh, nothingness that we all spiral towards. Um, Animal Crossing teaches you a lot, and I'm very excited about the game. Um, Thank you so much for educating me. Are there any final closing thoughts that you guys have before we close up on this pre-Animal Crossing release party? No, I'm just constantly shaking in anticipation of (laughs) Animal Crossing. I am literally shaking at all times. Like, I am nervous and excited. Nervous dog vibes over here. <laughs> Goddamn chihuahua at the checkout line of a grocery store, baby. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited uh, for this new era. And uh, I think it'll be really good. They delayed, they delayed the release date uh, by a couple years. Cause it, not a couple years, but it was supposed to come out sometime last year. You scared me yes. so much. No, I'm I sorry. You were about to tell me. That it was like now March twenty second. My heart dropped into my stomach. I was like, no, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I'm just saying. I've been checking like... Nintendo every day. <laughs> At Nintendo, explain this. <laughs> no, but like it was supposed to come out like last year or something, and they delayed it because they wanted to get it perfect. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to play this beautiful game. Graphics look great. Mm-hmm. I can't oh, see what the game, game plays like. Hell, um, yeah. Um, and then we are also going to be um, playing the game, uh, and then we are going to come back after the game has been released for a little while, and we'll record an episode um, talking about our final thoughts now that the game has been out, and you know how we're feeling about it. So look out for that. And Emily, we're going to drag you back into this space with us. So watch oh, out. Yeah. Get wrecked. Sleep with one eye open. Just kidding. I will be be enlightened. (laughs) I hope hope one of us gets Pietro on their island. I'm not even going to lie to you. I hope it's me. I I hope you too. 
I was so mad. I literally was like, do not. Do not do that. <laughs> do not wish this upon us, Liz. <laughs> He's ugly. Um, thank you for coming to the podcast, Emily. Holy shit. This was amazing. Yeah, thank you, Emily. Oh. Oh, no. I guess she's... I think she's frozen. <laughs> Are you still with us? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys... You guys were gone for a while, sorry. <laughs> Everything froze for a second, but it's okay. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank on you guys so podcast. much for having me. This was so fun. I'm always down to talk about Animal Crossing. Yes! Yeah, and uh, you are welcome back whenever we have that episode ready. Um, but Liz, what are we going to be talking about next week? Next week, we will be talking about... Uh, comics. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, so we're gonna both bring it in, and we this is a serious, true return to form. Um, next week. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Retrograde. Um, have a have a nice day. Have a nice week. Um, and we'll 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 catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.